don't applaud like that please <laughs> i know it's been a long two years <laughs> since i've recorded a podcast episode but we are back and better than ever i did release an episode a couple of weeks ago more like months ago probably in like april or may saying i'd post an episode weekly but here we are anyway let's get into today's topic the bachelorette what else would i be talking about I have some, like, notes from the first episode. Like, I think Avon is such a mush, and I think he's so cute. So, like, I don't know why we don't see him on our screen more. He just seems like such a sweetheart. Like, when they were on the football field last week, so cute. Um, oh, (laughs) please, not my first episode notes say, Hayden, birthday card, was so cute of him. Oh, how the tables have turned. We hate Hayden. I absolutely cannot stand him. He's a huge jerk. Ryan was the guy from Boston who tried to teach Gabby how to talk like she was from Boston. And I thought it was so funny. Kind of rude. Like, kind of giving, like, hyper-masculine vibes. Like, I don't know if I was really about it. But, um, because he was like, Gabbers, Gabbers. Like, who called her Gabbers? When did we decide that's her nickname? But anyways, it was like, Gabbers, Gabbers, shush. And she was like, you write like a five-year-old. Period, Gabby. Like, tell him how it is. And race car Jordan, he got sent home. Little did I know, week one, he'd get sent home week two. It was so cute. <laughs> My notes for Tino was that I wrote he just looked like a good kisser. No comment. <laughs> He's still here, so... Anyway, I wrote that Logan was a videographer. Hello, that's me. Like, that's attractive. But I also wrote that Logan asked if she's the type of person to buy candy at the concession or, like, trench coat sneak it in. And that's, like, a great first date question because if you're buying candy, if you're buying anything other than popcorn at the movies or, like, a candy you can't really find at the stores... I don't really know if I trust you. Like, I'm sneaking everything in. That's the way my mom raised me. Eric, the one with the mullet, I think he's really cute. The chemistry between him and Gabby. Love Eric. I think he's so funny. Who survived from that last night? I believe it was Eric, Michael, which I was completely shocked that Michael got a rose. I don't think I've heard that man speak one word. I, like, don't even know who he is. Jason, Nate, I think Nate is so sweet. I think that Johnny got a rose. Quincy went home. It's about time. Kirk seemed like a nice guy, but like I, I don't think the vibes were there with anyone. Spencer is still there. I think he's really cute, but also like feel like the vibes aren't there with no one. Mario is adorable, so sweet. But I also feel like we haven't seen him really since the first impression rose. And then after when he weirdly like was also into Rachel, which I guess I get. But like you got to pick one, buddy. Um, And then there's Avon, Tino, Ethan. I was shocked Ethan got a rose. I'm just going to say it because Ethan seems like a great guy. But like you literally 
haven't said anything. Like, you just seem like you're there to be besties with everyone. Tyler, so cute. Hayden. <laughs> we will get into Hayden. Zach, I think, is adorable. Jordan H. Something about Jordan H. just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is, but... He's home now, so bye, Jordan. But <laughs> I do think that, like, him and, like, I do think that Rachel really liked him. So I was surprised that he went home last night. I like this. It says James question mark. I would love to know if any of my listeners even know who the hell James is. I will tell you who it is. It's Meatball. And the fact that Rachel referred to him as James last night really threw me off and threw me for a loop because... His name is Meatball. Like, we've referred to him this whole time as Meatball. Don't call him James. That would be like randomly calling him Spaghetti. Why would you do that? And then we have Logan, who <laughs> I used to like Logan, which I don't really know why, because, like, looking at him, he's not really, like, someone I'm drawn to. But I think it was just the videographer question about the movies that really like won me over jason and gabby's date oh my gosh jason i feel like we haven't seen anything from jason and last night we saw jason and gabby go on a date i don't know what it is about jason but something is like attracting me to him he reminds me of a movie star i can't figure out who it is something about him is just so cute and I think he's, like, so hot. Like, when he was in his confessional and he, like, couldn't even speak, which I don't really think he speaks a lot anyway. But I was like, wow, like, he's really cute. And then they went on their little dinner date and he's going on and on about therapy. And not only that, but he was talking about, like, reparenting your inner child and, like, saying all of this stuff. And I was like purr like period jason i love to see that big fan of therapy here and he's just going on and on about it like that i loved it tino and rachel i think they're so cute i think she's already set on tino confused why she continues this process when she has tino because it feels like every time they talk like that's it he's the one the group date for rachel was weird. Like, I just thought it was weird. I'm trying to even remember what they, oh, they like, there was, Ethan was crawling on the ground towards her, like trying to flirt with her. And the people were saying like flirting is like talking without words. Like you just use your body to flirt. Disagree. Like I thought they were going to be throwing out pickup lines and stuff, which I absolutely hate unless it's really funny. But like, I was so confused. I hated it. It was so cringy. Tyler like pulled the little note that he had in his pocket out and he was planning on reading it to her because Rachel went to the men and said, you guys aren't giving me enough attention. Like, why are you not trying to talk to me? Which I agree. Like if I'm the bachelorette, they're acting like entitled. Like it's like, it's no big deal to be there and stuff. She's the bachelorette. Like step up your game. Why are you sitting back twiddling your thumbs like an idiot? And then when Rachel went into the room to try to talk to the man and tell him that she was upset, Tino, go get your girl. Why are you just sitting there like, like, oh no, I messed up. Like you literally talked to her last night about how you felt bad 
that like men weren't stepping up and like you don't want her to feel rejected and stuff but then she's telling all of you that she wants you guys to step up you would think that like a few minutes later one of them would run to her room and try to talk to her that's what i would have done to the guy i mean <laughs> i don't know if i would have chased after a guy like that but like that's what i would have expected <laughs> a guy to do for me so kind of confused like why none of them did that um and then the next day like they went on the group date with rachel she felt really seen and like they really stepped it up that was after gabby's group date which i also found gabby's group date very odd that like rachel and her whole group went i really think that this season could be split up into two nights a week and they could show it on monday and tuesday similar to bachelor in paradise because i do feel like if you're having two bachelorettes, like, there should be double the content. Also, let's talk about Meatball or James. So, Meatball is on this date and you're telling me that we're just going to mull over the fact that Meatball's here and he's back after he rejected Rachel's Rose originally. I did like when they sat down and she said, okay, you're out of the doghouse now. But like, they didn't show any of the guys talking about like how they were upset that Meatball was there and like, then like they weren't annoyed by Meatball being there. Like after he rejected her, like he hurt her feelings. And I do think like the end credit scene of last week, like Rachel talking to him and stuff. I think she's like so cute and like so like understanding and stuff but also like i love how much like they'll rip the guys apart this season like if they're wrong like as you should don't let them just walk away like scotch-free like i think that's the saying scotch-free like <laughs> as if they didn't do anything wrong which brings me to my next point meatball speaking up about hayden after hayden said horrible things about gabby and rachel and saying like they don't hold a candle to his ex and i never heard him say like we don't trust these bitches or whatever and i never heard him say like anything about like their breasts or whatever that meatball was saying but i do think that like hayden was wrong and i i personally would have sent him home after the rough around the edges comment he made about like my best friend like i would have sent him home because it would have just been such a turn off that i would not want to continue talking to him but anyway, she kept him there. Meatball is the only one. You're telling me that you're not questioning why none of the other guys spoke up and said something to him? The only other person who said something to Hayden was Nate. How he was wrong for calling Gabby rough around the edges. Meatball's the only one here saying something to Rachel. I give respect to Meatball for that. Kind of pissed at the other guys for not saying anything to Hayden. I am really confused how Hayden is still there. And then we finally get to the point where Meatball tells Rachel and Rachel was like, and it was like, I was like, ah, like I kind of like scream and stuff when I watch The Bachelorette. So I was like, ah, like, ah, like this is crazy. And you're telling me like, I keep saying you're telling me, but Meatball is the only one who said anything. And then Rachel immediately got up and said something to Hayden, and Meatball secured the rose for himself, like, not gonna lie, like, that definitely got him the rose, because I did not think Meatball was staying another week, and she gives, she walks Hayden out, but she asks him first, he goes, is this about Rambo, 
And she goes, you think this is about the dog? And I like <laughs> was trying not to laugh because Hayden's poor dog has cancer, which I'm just going to be real honest right now. And this will probably make me sound like a really mean person, but I do not buy that. I shouldn't say it. I'll just say it. Hayden's dog Rambo. I don't know if I really believe that Rambo is sick. Like Hayden said, I'm about to tell Rachel something that will take our relationship to the next level. And I'm thinking he's going to drop the bomb, I love you, on her. And I'm thinking he does not love her. Like he's just here to get screen time and have fun with his boys, who none of them I really think are your boys, Hayden, because you're kind of a jerk. And so Hayden, don't know how he's still there. And... Rachel finally like walks him out. She's like, you think this is about the dog? And him carrying around little Rambo's um, duck paw from his duck that he brought to every chemo treatment. There's no way that Hayden carries around a duck paw, a dirty dog duck paw with him everywhere he goes. I don't buy that at all. Sorry, that might make me sound really bad, but like, why wouldn't he say that originally, like, at first? Like, oh, let, let me show you pictures of my dog, like, night one, instead of, like, the birthday card and stuff. Like, you're telling me he didn't have time to write a birthday card on night one, but he had time to make a photo album of his dog, Rambo? I don't buy it. Also, your name and your dog, Rambo? Please. Please. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movies Rambo, but it's with Sylvester Stallone, and it's, like great movie but like rambo please like you just scream douchebag to me anyway <laughs> and hayden i really thought he was so cute at first like he was a grocery store joe wannabe and he could never be him anyway he rachel walks him out and he hugs her i'm sorry consent she did not want to hug you. You could tell most awkward hug in Bachelorette history. Like, she looked so uncomfortable. She literally just stood there with her arms at her sides, didn't even hug him back. Like, so awkward. The weird speech that Hayden gave, like, about Rambo, no one will love me uh, as much as Rambo does. Like, Rachel will never find the love that I have for Rambo. I'm sorry, but, like, I don't think she wants that. Anyway, like, <laughs> I don't think she wants, like someone who's carrying around a duck paw of their dog, like, weirdo, I'm sorry, like, the way he's talking about him, like, it's just odd, it's giving bestiality, but anyway, <laughs> the huge plot twist was Logan, because they really, producers really distracted us with the whole Hayden situation, right, and they really made him look like the bad guy, biggest villain of this episode and season has to be Logan. You're telling me, once again, you're telling me that Logan accepted the rose from Rachel. She took away a rose from Jordan H. And we all know that for some reason, Rachel really liked Jordan H. And I was also shocked that Jordan H got picked over Ethan, which I'm sure Ethan is a great guy and him and Rachel have a connection, but like we haven't seen that connection on air. So for him to get the rose over Jordan H really threw me for a loop and to see Jordan H go home, I was really shocked because I could tell like they really like each other, which I'm really not crazy about like Jordan H, but like he does scream like bachelor and stuff to me, not like to be the next bachelor, but like I could see him on paradise for sure. I want to talk about Logan. Logan accepted the rose from Rachel 
knowing that she had a horrible week last week, knowing that she lost roses. I don't know if anyone noticed, but Gabby had to send home a significant more amount of guys than Rachel did because so many people rejected Rachel's rose last week. Jesse Palmer to come in and take those roses away. How embarrassing for Rachel and like humiliating. And now Logan is wanting to just switch sides. And I really do like this season of The Bachelorette because I think it's more real in a couple senses. Granted, it's not real to be dating the same men as your best friend. Like that's usually something you try to avoid. But I do think it's real in the sense that Rachel and Gabby like have each other. So you see them like going back and talking and talking about things that upset them. And like, that's something like I would do with my girlfriends and like talk about guys and stuff. Like it's very real compared to seasons in the past. And yes, this was done before with Caitlin Bristow's season and the other girl that was on it with her, I think it was Andy, maybe, no, Desiree, maybe, I'm not sure, but they they were pinned against each other. Like, they literally made men vote to decide who stayed and who they wanted to continue dating, which is so incredibly degrading, but it was also one of the best seasons of The Bachelorette, like, I've ever seen. <laughs> so, 10 out of 10 would watch again, but would not want them to do that again, which I think is how they're getting away with this season because they're really trying to advertise it as like we're rooting for them. But then they're posting these things that say like Team Gabby or Team Rachel, which is where you kind of question like their motives and stuff. Um, but I do think that this season is different in the sense that you're seeing a friendship side. They've had like in the past The Bachelorette on and they've had people like, girls from their season come and, like, talk to them, and they're like, so tell me about the guys, tell me about this, and, you know, like, we saw Tasha and Caitlin as co-hosts that were, like, helpful, but the host, I gotta say, is, like, kind of always fake, like, you don't really see a real side of the host, I think, like, they're all, like, real and stuff, but the host position is very scripted compared to Gabby and Rachel, where, like, it's, like, real emotions, obviously, part of it is very scripted but you do see like raw emotions and like their feelings and actual things that are happening and stuff things are definitely planted like um I don't know if like Zach went and watched like planes fly when he was little and Rachel did as well I want to believe it and I will choose to believe it because I think it's adorable but did that actually happen I don't know and (laughs) it could have been something the producers just threw in there but I do think that uh, it's more real in a sense that we're seeing a side of the women that you wouldn't normally get to see because when their friends come and stuff, like they're probably given a set of things they have to cover talking about when girls from previous seasons of The Bachelorette come to talk to The Bachelorette. Now you're really seeing like a real friendship. I mean, they were living in the mansion together. Now they're on this cruise ship together and they don't see each other as much, but you're still seeing them talk. Like you saw them in France, like looking out the window in Paris to Tino and Jason. And they were like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Look at that. I love that. Oh my gosh. Like that's totally something that would happen like in real life. And I mean, (laughs) granted, like you would not be dating two guys on like one of your first dates in Paris, like looking outside a cafe window. One could dream, but like probably not like realistic, but the idea that they're like looking at the guys and be like, oh my gosh, look at them. They're so cute. Like that's definitely like something that 
girls would talk about with their friends. So I do think it's more real in that sense. And like even last week when Rachel was called rough around the edges, you saw Rachel say like, do you want me to address it? Do you want me to talk to them? And she's like, no. And she's like, okay, like whatever you need, babe. And like, uh, you have Rachel who said like, I'm going to kill him. Like that is so realistic. I would literally say that to any of my friends. Like if a guy like hurt them or anything, I'd be like, oh my gosh, stop. I'll kill him. Like not actually, (laughs) but, (laughs) but it definitely is something that would happen. Um, And I just think this season's interesting. And I think that next week will be really telling of the men, especially the whole Logan situation. Because you see in the preview, like, Logan got to go to Gabby's side. Like, he came in and sat down with the men. And they're like, so Logan's just here now. Like, and they said, like, you have to wonder, like, if Gabby's questioning her relationship with all of us because he's here. And like, let me make my predictions because I don't think Nate is winning. I don't think... And I don't want to say winning because I don't want to make it a competition. But, I mean, it really is a competition, like, when it comes down to it. Like, that's the whole point of the show, to make it to the end and, like, get engaged if that's what you're wanting. I see Johnny going next. And I see Spencer going. I see Mario staying. I see Nate staying. I see Jason staying. And Eric. I say that's the final four for Gabby. Mario, Nate, Jason, and Eric. I could see Spencer making the final four and replacing Mario, but I do see Eric, Jason, and Nate as like possibly the final three for Gabby. Actually, now if Logan's in the mix, I see Logan making final four. So I would say Logan, Eric, Jason, and Nate maybe? For Rachel, I definitely see Zach, Tino, and possibly Tyler as the final three. Zach, Tino, and Tyler, that's my pick for Rachel's final three. If not Tyler, I'm gonna say Avon. Yeah, just because I'm always rooting for Avon, but that's my picks, and I think that um, things are gonna get crazy next week. I heard Rachel say in the preview that she quits. Doubt she actually quits, um, because I have a feeling she's engaged to Tino right now, but good season. I like it so far, and I hope you all like this podcast. Please, uh, tune in to the next recap. All right, bye everyone!